a hiding place. She should have seized the chance of rescue at any price. The terrace of tall houses stretched unbroken, left and right, the doorways too shallow to offer a hiding place, but the railings at the front guarded a stairwell down to the basement door. She grabbed the nearest gate, but, as she feared, it was locked. The men had turned onto the street, four of them. She backed, blessing shadows now, wondering if she could climb over the spiked top without killing herself, not with shift and blanket and trembling hands. She shook the next gate hard and almost tumbled into the well when it swung inward. Thank you, God. She stumbled down the steep steps into the deepest shadow. A stink made her gag. There was a dead animal here somewhere, giving off that particular sweet and foul odour. She turned her head away and breathed as little as she must, as the booted feet and voices came closer, closer, closer. She couldn't understand a word they were saying, so strong their accent was, but another burst of sniggering laughter melted her bones with terror. Panting, leaning against the gritty stone wall, she waited until all sound of the men faded. Why had she been such a fool? Why had she sneaked out of her sister's house at night? Despite the stink, she longed to stay in the dark, but daylight would make exposure more likely, and her maid was waiting to let her back in. If she didn't return soon, Ruth would panic. She'd tell Ella and George, and they'd tell her family, and her family would drag her home to Brideswell. The very thought of Brideswell felt like heaven, but she didn't want any of them to know how stupid she'd been. She could escape this with few the wiser. She could. Mara made herself move and climbed the rough steps back to the blessedly deserted street. She scurried to a corner and peered up at the writing on the house. Upper Ely Street. She knew where she was. She wasn't far from St. James's Square and King Street, where all Mac's assembly rooms were situated, and Dare was in the next street. Lord Darius Debenham, the Duke of Yeovil's younger son, was a close friend of Mara's brother Simon from their school days at Harrow. Dare had spent many summer weeks at Brideswell. Mara and Ella had met him in St. James's Park the other day, and he'd said he was living at Yeovil House. He'd even said that his parents were away, visiting somewhere, Oatlands, Chiswick. She shook her head. What did that matter? Dare was nearby, and he was as good as a brother to her. Like a brother, he'd never let her forget her folly, but he'd get her out of this pickle and safely home, and might even agree not to tattle to Ella and George. She hurried on, keeping to the shadows, until she reached the next corner. Great Charles Street. Thank the Lord. Two solid ranks of identical four-story houses stretched before her. She knew Yeovil House was a mansion, taking up the centre of one side, but that wasn't obvious. Which side was it on? She scurried along, anxious about sounds of life from some of the houses. Or what if someone came out? The mansion should be obvious. But in the dim light, her panicked mind could make no sense of anything. Then she saw it. The stretch of façade with only one central door. She ran across the road toward it, but then the flare of relief faded. Yilville House loomed dark and quiet. She clutched the gilded railings, strength draining away. Dare had probably gone to bed hours ago. He wasn't completely recovered from his Waterloo wounds. And then there was the other problem. Didn't opium make people sleep a lot? Even if he was awake, 
How did she get in? By day, even alone, Lady Mara St. Bride could simply knock. Now, if she managed to rouse a servant, they'd slam the door in her ragamuffin face. She couldn't go on. The soles of her feet felt raw, her legs wobbled, and her heart raced with panic. She tested the gate in the railings, but of course it was locked. She looked up at four daunting floors of windows. Even if she knew which one was Dare's bedroom, she doubted she could throw a stone high enough to hit it. Throwing things had never been one of her skills, much to her brother's disgust. Overcome, she slumped on the lowest step, half hoping someone would see her, as long as they were respectable enough to get her back to Grosvenor Square. Her family would be shocked and disappointed, but that would be that, except that it would reinforce her father's opinion that London was a nasty, unhealthy place, and he'd...